0: Join me in conversations that will help you get clear on your goals and values and start showing up in your parenting, your relationships, your life with open-hearted authenticity and balance. Let's go. Okay, so we're going to talk about rest with amongst friends. I just want to start off by saying, Jana, you know, we became friends online. And it was so special having you visit my home last summer, meeting my family. And I didn't understand how delightful it probably was for you. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm here, I've been in your home for eight days, basically. It, I just, I really get it. It's so lovely getting to see you in your natural environment, see the home that you've set up. You know, it's it's really hard to make good friends, and I just really value that I got to come into your world a little bit and that we get to have this conversation face to face. I know it's such a treat for those who
1: maybe don't have a lot of online friends. It may be, maybe not as relatable, but it is, it's amazing. To, I can't even believe you're here in my office. It's just incredible.
0: I mean, I I think, I think parenthood is a lonely time. Mm-hmm. I think it's really lonely when we're in the throes of parenting and we have our kids, friends, parents, you know, we have the people we see at school pickups and stuff, but there's no, you know, other than if we're blessed with a partner, there's no one else who's really in it with us, mm-hmm. you know, and, getting to come into your home and see what you're like as a mom and see your teenage girls. You know, I just, you, Jana has two kids who are older than mine. I have, you know, two kids who are in the middles and it's just really lovely to have a friend to go through life with. I completely agree. I think it's fascinating to, to
1: live with someone for a week yeah, (laughs) because you get to see the rhythms of their life beyond maybe a couple of hours that are carefully curated. You know, if you mm-hmm. have somebody over, you've, I mean, certainly before you came over, I cleaned my house. I mean, I, <laughs> I did the thing, you know, but after a week, you can't keep it up that long. <laughs> like no. at some point, the dishes are going to get full in the sink and you're going to have a bit of a tiff with your husband and, you know, things, yeah. you know, things, real life things are going to happen. And, you know, because bringing it to the topic that we did want to talk about today, which is rest. That's also been interesting to do that with you as well and to negotiate and talk about and communicate what we're needing every day.
0: Yeah. Cause we're complex and we have lots of different needs, mm-hmm. you know, so this just for some context, I am, I'm taking a 10 day trip away from my family. This is the longest I've ever been away from my kids and away from my husband. And my goal really was to rest where, you know, my audience knows that I'm coming out of a really difficult and stressful time period in my family. And I really wanted to spend time resting. And, you know, I didn't, I came into it not really knowing what that meant. And so I was spending some time journaling on the topic. And so then I told you I was journaling and you're like, I don't know how to rest either. And I was like, <laughs> gosh, we're two amazing moms, busy moms, like businesses that we're running mm-hmm. and we don't know how to rest, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I feel like there's so many, there, we can't be alone. Mm-mm.
1: No. I think that this
0: is a real problem in our culture mm-hmm. and we don't know how to rest. And the things that we think are rest aren't actually nourishing, and restful. Yeah. Like, what is your go-to rest? Like, when you're like, oh, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, what do you do? Oh, YouTube. YouTube, yeah. YouTube videos. I have... Uh,
1: vloggers that I follow like I'm embarrassed to admit it but what?
0: <laughs> we're, we're human you, you know? know like some I, we all have our I, little I, secret guilty pleasures yeah, I, right?
1: I just love van life videos oh and, yes and I, I love watching people do things that I would never do myself you like to see them be brave kind of yeah or? like they build their own cabins in the wood and I would I would hate that that would be like living on a van like that's the worst thing I can imagine so but if they're so happy yeah but you you know, like
0: I or they do. Look it
1: anyway. I do enjoy it to a to an extent, mm-hmm. maybe about half an hour. But after that, it does start to just feel compulsive and icky, and not almost like and draining, I'm draining. Like yeah, I'm yeah. not actually making the decision to do that. Whereas if I do something a little bit more intentional, I think we're going to get into yeah, yeah. some of these. I, I love you.
0: You had categorized a little bit mm-hmm. types of rest. But yeah, what about you? What do you tend to go to. It's the same, you know, so I, I have taken a pretty long social media break, four months. I'm dabbling with getting back on there, but with some more intentionality around like what actually is fulfilling for me. So I I like, the, I have this Facebook group that talks about like different weird and random things people find at thrift stores. <laughs> I, I know. Love it.
1: So. I love, I've been, I've had the privilege of going through some thrift stores with you and it is fun. <laughs> <laughs> she delights in these things. I mean,
0: but it's, it's really cool to think about like the lives that these objects have had, the place that they've had in people's homes and their lives, the joy that they've brought. And then they're in this new place where they're going to get a new life. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a very interesting thing. So I, I love that group, but it's the same. I, I find myself going in about 30 minutes mm-hmm. and then it's just starts to my eyes start to hurt mm-hmm. and it feels like I can't stop. And we mm-hmm. know that this is how it's designed. It's yeah. this, they have kind of hijacked our psychology. It's mm-hmm. designed like this on purpose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's fascinating. I was at a conference earlier in the fall, and so, uh, someone from Stanford was presenting some research. Mm-hmm. And she was talking, she had this beautiful data on different types of media and technology usage mm-hmm. and almost all of them have a sweet spot of a 30 to 40 minutes where people get a net positive benefit from being on them mm-hmm. but then after that 40 minutes their well-being scores plummet yeah really quickly and so like okay so first is understanding that like the things that we go for are they actually fulfilling us? So maybe that first 30 minutes, yes. Mm-hmm. But somehow, for me, so, somewhere in there, I don't know if it's this way for you, it it shifts into numbing.
1: Totally. You know, it yeah. shifts
0: into, like, just kind of having this, like, life is hard, my nervous system is tired, and I need to just, like, not... It feels like this is going to benefit me to just not feel for a little while. Exactly. But yeah. it doesn't actually benefit No, me.
1: no. When I'm finished... I don't feel better. Rested. You don't feel no. rejuvenated. No.
0: Okay. So I, one of the things that I was like asking myself while I was journaling is okay. what is the point of rest? So what, like, what is the, you know, what are, why do we think we need it? What, why is it hard to get? And and what is the goal of rest? Like the true goal of rest? if the goal is to check out and numb out, I feel like that's where I'm accomplishing that. But I don't think that that's actually what I want when I say, I need some rest, I need a break.
1: You know, I'm looking out a window right now at a bunch of trees and we're heading into a season of winter, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of a season of rest, isn't it? In, yeah. In yeah. nature. And I wonder about the purpose and nature of rest. Like for me, it's, like you you have to, like you, like I need it. It is is a requirement for me to... Continue being a human.
0: To be honest, like it's so basic. I mean, but humans are some of the only animals who will actively avoid rest when their bodies give them the signals that they need it. Really? Yeah. Other animals are just like, oh, I need rest. Okay, I'm going to rest. Like they'll just lay down, <laughs> right? And do the rest, or they'll play. You know, lots of animals play, mm. but they'll play in a way that's restful and rejuvenating for them. So, like, I, I mean, so, so what is
1: the life we're trying to live is very unnatural.
0: Oh, it's so unnatural. Mm. Humans are at our core, we're animals. Mm -hmm. And yet we're living in a world that does not allow for our animal nature. So when I think of doing
1: something like I have this acupressure mat and Mm -hmm. you you, you have one as well. And if I take like a good 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. and I pop in some headphones and I listen to whatever meditative music I'm feeling at the time, i focus i do a little bit of meditation mm-hmm. after i'm done that, I feel grounded mm-hmm. i feel alert i feel my my conversations with my my children, my husband mm-hmm. are um, more present i yeah
0: like it is a it mm-hmm. is a body feel, yeah, yeah, what about yeah. you? I mean, so one of the things that when I think about resting is looking at what I'm, what type of rest I need. Mm. As a person who experiences chronic pain from a car accident a few years ago, there's times where I need literal physical rest, where my physical body needs to get into a position where I'm not experiencing pain. So I I kind of, I did a little bit of like Googling and researching on like different types of rest. Mm-hmm. And can I share them with oh, you? Yeah. Would that be helpful? Oh yeah, okay. let's do that. So physical is one. Mental, so needing a mental break. Um, emotional is a kind of a type of rest that you might need. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like we can dig into some of what these mean. Social was one that came up. Spiritual is one that came up. Sensory, which I think a lot of people Ooh. identify with, you know, yeah. we, lots of the folks who come to this podcast have highly sensitive kids or kids with sensory stuff. And then mm-hmm. as they start digging in to, you know, <laughs> okay. to, oh. at least they come to my podcast, they're like, oh gosh, that's me too. You know, <laughs> that,
1: that was my journey. You know? right, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, my kid's so sensitive. Oh,
0: this oh. book is for me. <laughs> yes, right? And then creative rest. And one of the things that I was really interested in figuring out about these different categories is that Sometimes you need a break, like a a rest from the thing. Like doing the thing, like mental, like a mental rest is a rest from thinking. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you need to do the thing for the pure pleasure of it. And you need to do the thing in a restful way. So like, for example, and I'm like burnt out on my business and trying to creatively think of posts or podcast episodes I'm, I need a creative rest, but I get that rest by doing something creative for the pure pleasure of creation, as opposed right. to the productivity of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and
1: that's a different definition, I think, than a lot of us think. When I hear the word rest, I think of napping.
0: Yeah, of taking a break. Not doing anything. Not doing anything. Not doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of my favorite ways to take a physical break, a f- physical rest, is taking a breath, taking a bath, hugs Mm -hmm. are actually a really big source of physical rest for my body, of Mm -hmm. like nervous system feedback, Mm -hmm. massage, and stretching. So stretching is something that's active, but it's restful to my body. I don't know. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. This is great ideas. Yeah. We both talked about mental breaks that we need. Sometimes we need to take a walk where we're not listening to a podcast. That is my hardest break. A mental break. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. I live so much in my head and I'm mm-hmm. constantly thinking and creating ideas and formulas and, and yeah. you know, just working on
0: noodling things. Yeah. yeah. Just,
1: and, and it is, to be honest, one of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. But there comes a point when it's time to do something else. Like it is time to get more in my body. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thinking actually about, you know, sex, because that's my area of expertise. A lot of women will say having sex is really hard because I'm so in my head.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm thinking
1: the whole time. And I say, that's okay. You can do that. And also there can come a point where you say, I'm making the choice now to experience sensations at this point. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, when I allow myself first to be in my head, that's okay. It's not, you know, we're not vilifying anything here, but then making the choice that is such a relief sometimes like, Oh, I can leave that for a minute. And, and what, what, whether it's a walk, whether it's something, Mm -hmm. you know, um, sensual, whether it's a bath, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a challenge to do though.
0: It's really hard, and you know, I'm. I feel like this might be a good time to talk a little bit about productivity. Because mm-hmm. I, I would, my biggest barrier for most of these types of rest okay. is that I need to get something out of it. Yeah. So if I'm going to give myself the gift of a 30 minute walk, I'm going to listen to a podcast on 2x speed. <laughs> Two X, <laughs> you know. I mean, this is my ADHD. I'm like sitting <laughs> like, you know, yeah. But, but yeah. you know, like
1: I mean, you can have a walk,
0: but let's make it productive. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. allowed to have a walk, but let's make it productive. Or mm-hmm. like if I'm taking a bath, I will also read, read. during yeah. it. Versus the very different sensory experience of not reading and laying in the bath with my ears under the water.
1: Totally. You know, it's
0: very different. Completely. Like one, you're not even in your body. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, gosh, you do this work all the time with the the women that you work with. It's scary sometimes for us to be in our bodies. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean... It, it, we don't have culture saying that that's an appropriate thing to do as a woman. You know, we're supposed to use I, our
0: bodies to provide. I mean, to be perfectly honest, there's like lots of safety issues with mm-hmm. being in your body. Like my body has been an unsafe place to be at times mm-hmm. in my life. You Absolutely.
1: Know? Yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah. Like I, I love to rollerblade. We have a seawalk here mm-hmm. and she lives in the most beautiful place on earth.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, And I had to do the same thing. I had to make a rule for myself: Mm. no podcasts, Mm -hmm. because you're going to miss the whole point of this rollerblade. And the whole point for me is to get in my body. Because when you're, I like to go quite fast, Mm -hmm. and you have to be in the moment. You have to just you you have to be aware of your surroundings, the breeze, the sun. The I like to play really loud music as well, and Mm. and I find that I also. Try not to do some of the social graces that I feel like I'm expected as a woman. Like smile at everyone. How
0: radical of you. I know.
1: And sometimes I even do a little roller dancing. And (laughs) it's right by the road, you know. People can see me. But I come back from like an hour out there and I just feel. What do you feel? I just feel invigorated. I feel inspired. I feel... I just feel so connected to myself. It is.
0: And that is rest. That's rest. I feel like we think rest is laying in bed, mm-hmm. doing nothing, and it doesn't necessarily need to be that way. Mm-hmm. It's doing the things that you need to do to feel rejuvenated, recharged. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Yeah, and part of that is knowing yourself. Yeah. Like I, I love rollerblading when I was young, and then I went for a long period of time when I was a mom that I didn't because I thought it was ridiculous. Moms mm. don't rollerblade. You know, that's for kids. And recently I've been f- seeing some other much older women than me like on rollerblades and I'm like, "Oh, I give them the biggest smile." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah."
0: And you don't know, maybe seeing you out there mm-hmm. gave them permission. Yeah. Seeing this mom, this 40 year old mom out there rollerblading, gave them permission to be like, yeah. I can, you know, one of the biggest lies I, I think we tell ourselves is that we have to grow up mm-hmm. to be adults. And I just, I think it's, I think we tell that lie to kids yeah, and we tell it to ourselves. And I love that. I love that you found a, a young part of yourself that you can jo- delight in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think
1: it's, I, I think it's so important. I think we're you know both saying the same thing that it's really important to not just do the thing because there are things that we're told in our culture that are restful yes right like there's a restful box that yeah um what are some of those things i would probably say yoga Mm -hmm. tv TV, yeah, Netflix, Netflix and just taking a nap. chill, maybe not. <laughs>
0: but, After uh, they've taken your course, sex and Netflix yeah, and chill but, could be delightful. But, yeah, no,
1: it's not in the rest category. <laughs> sex is not in the rest category.
0: But, yeah, what else? Just, me, But, no, just hold on a second. What I, you teach, that intimacy and sex can be oh, nourishing, yeah. reconnecting, rejuvenating. Yeah, from a cultural standpoint.
1: Yes. Yeah, it, it is... You, for, with the women I serve, it's that you are providing a need mm-hmm. for your partner. It's not a restful experience for you, and it, until and they it, take your course, yeah, until they take my course, and yes. it shouldn't be restful. <laughs> it should be exciting and new, and you know, yeah, oh, yeah, gosh. spicing it up and all that. And I'm like, forget that. Let's do something let's relaxing. Just nourish my body, yes, we, let's, <laughs> like we have enough on our on our plates, mm-hmm. and. Ooh, we need a lot more yeah,
0: yeah. rest yeah nourishment nourishment i mm-hmm. le- i really enjoy that word and i sometimes feel like i'm very bad at nourishing myself mhm like i don't feel like i was taught how to nourish myself oh gosh no where would we taught where would we taught that i mean i think our kids are learning that in our homes i hope so i'm i'm looking to actively teach that to my kids tune yeah. into your body what does your body need what is it communicating to you right now yeah Yeah. And, and,
1: you know, I have teens, so phones are, you know, that's a huge conversation back to where we started. So there are things that can get in the way of our rest. There are barriers to rest. There are the the productivity mindset, the more addictive stuff like food and or sugar and scrolling time. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure lots of women are listening right now thinking, well, this is all great. But how who the, has time for this? Yeah. Like, I, you know, there's there's no minute in my day. I wake up. I make, if you know, not all my audience, but all your audience have children. Take care of dogs, animals, you know, kids. Take care of others. Take care of others. And then either you're working out of, out of the home or you're working in the home. And either both things. Both are huge amounts of work. Huge amounts of work there's piles of laundry, there's, you know, cupboards full of crap, there's
0: dishes on the counter. Yeah,
1: I mean, easily, you can if the kids are at school, you can use that time Mm -hmm. for for providing for other people, essentially, Mm -hmm. then yeah, then what happens in the afternoon? Snacks and, and, you know, if you've got teens like me, just driving around activities activities, then we've got dinner.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then weekends. Come on grocery shopping and running errands so what do we do then with this well how how have we done it because we have done it and we granted we don't have super young kids but
0: I managed to do it when I had young kids because I had to it was a Mm. it was a situation where my body demanded that I do some things for it because I had been in this car accident and I, you know, I, I don't think I identified as disabled at the time, but I was. I was disabled. I struggled, like, I could have used a, a parking, an accessible parking tag
1: so yeah. that I could
0: park closer to a grocery store. Like, that's just as the reality.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I've had to really deconstruct a lot of my own ableism mm-hmm. to come to a place where I can feel comfortable saying those things. So I, I spent a good portion of my time as a mother with two young kids. In a place where my physical body demanded, like there just wasn't a choice, and I had the privilege of being able mm-hmm. to take time for nourishing my body,
1: you know. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would say I didn't experience a similar thing, but what's made me made me got mm-hmm. my attention, got my attention, right, yes. to yes. look at this and be serious about this was severe burnout, and then I also developed a chronic bladder pl- bladder pain. Issue, And so, you know, it's very interesting Our bodies. that both of us yeah. had
0: bodies that were like, you have to listen. You have to listen. You know, there's this book, Wintering, and I'm totally going to blank on the name of the author who wrote it. But th- that happened to her body. Her body was just shutting down and she yeah. just needed to go into a very intense state of rest. Yeah. Wintering, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I hit burnout, I, my motivation was gone. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, and, and, and that point, it's, I don't know, it's it's more, um, it's a different state than the rest that, you know, you, you have half an hour of it and then you feel rejuvenated. <gasps> this is a deeper, yeah. longer process. So if there's any motivation for us to rest, it's to
0: never get back there, <laughs> again. back there again. I mean, so what do we do then for parents who are maybe, or or you know my audience's parents mm-hmm. your audience's women so that we don't like what why do we have to get to this point mm-hmm. where our bodies demand it of us yeah in order for us to make that time i just i can't imagine driving a car and have it have like 20 alarms on <laughs> and not taking it to get checked out oh yeah we we would take our you know yeah we would take our car to get checked out way before we take ourselves seriously I, I always you know as
1: you know i always like to look at culture yeah. and so that we can have compassion for ourselves yeah. because otherwise it can feel like we're letting ourselves down yes but, but the truth is cultures letting us down
0: it is oh yeah that feels so good. Yeah, because
1: otherwise it's like, why can't I do this?
0: Why, why am I, why am I not setting
1: the prior? Why am I not setting the priorities in my life? Women, and then, our
0: culture has made it nearly impossible. Nearly
1: for us impossible. To do that. So I think the first step to this is knowing that you're not alone and that yeah. it's not your fault that you live in a culture that has perpetuated this. That it has made it incredibly hard for women to get rest and to 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 ask for rest and mm-hmm. to even
0: identify what's restful. For right. Us. What's restful and what what type of rest we need yeah can you say those again those are really good so I think like you're saying I kind of coming to this place of Mm self-compassion and awareness of we have needs for rest that aren't being met and that it's okay for us as human beings human animals to need rest yeah and it it makes sense that we've gotten to this point yeah it makes complete sense Mm-hmm. that we've ignored it for a while or, mm-hmm. you know, that it's been, we've been told, to ignore we've been it, to, been told, taught, mm-hmm. supported in ignoring mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It, it's actually very beneficial to some members of our society for women to not rest.
0: Yes. Yeah. The, I mean, our capitalistic mm-hmm. world, you know, particularly here in the West mm-hmm. runs off of our continued not resting too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah to be clear we're talking about patriarchy yeah. <laughs> should we should we label it yeah I I mean, <laughs> say it out loud like, why not because like, it, it's a safe space yeah space. and and i, I think mean. the
1: the conversation around patriarchy is becoming a lot more nuanced it's not mm-hmm. against men it's no, against it hurt, patriarchy it
0: hurts men too yeah
1: and that's that's a societal thing that we're looking at that you know, my husband and I had to go through quite a reckoning. In our my life. husband and I did too. Yeah, we kind of did
0: it at the same time.
1: That is so cool. Yeah. I forgot about that. It was so hard and good at the same. So time. So hard and good, and mm-hmm. we we just you know, I really thought I was. Can we talk about yeah, marriage yeah, for a second? Yeah, I really thought that I was in an equitable relationship. Me too. Right, like our our husband's feminist. Right? I All- mean,
0: you know my husband. He oh, is yeah. Like the
1: best. Totally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, love, love women, fight for women's rights. Yeah. But then I started, it was around the time where I experienced a lot of burnout. And so I was doing a lot of reflection. And, mm-hmm. and I started to look at my, my life and my daily activities. And I realized I, and unfortunately, had to get to the place where I was bringing in about the same amount of income as my husband. That was like mm. what triggered it for me because mm-hmm. before I was like, oh, well, you know, he's pulling his weight more financially, which is a whole other thing we could talk about, but not not for this podcast. But and then I started to realize, oh, but I'm the default parent. I'm there when the kids get sick.
0: Mm-hmm. I happen
1: to work from home because that helped our family when, you know, it's hard when kids are in school. They're often not in school when yeah. they're in school. Right. And I was doing the majority of the driving, um, most of dinners. It it just wasn't... Yeah, there was a lot less time for me to rest. And I was working full-time as well. And so having that reckoning in our relationship really did help create Mm -hmm. more space for me, more of a voice for me.
0: Yeah, and can we just acknowledge... Our men for going on that yeah, journey with us. Sure. You know, yeah. my husband and I did book club. You know, we do book club every now and a time. You know, again together. But we That's read. So sweet. I know we read. Fed up together. Oh yeah. Um, and that was really eye opening. Just to all of the things you know that I just do, mm-hmm. and and it's you know for me it's not that I've stopped doing a lot of the things. Like I'm really the heart of our home. Like mm-hmm. I really make our home. Beautiful and comfortable and warm mm-hmm. and also can I say spending time with
1: you like I realize that is part like that is so it's delightful for you oh I love it yeah it's like it's a delight it's a joy it's re- like I see you with your with the things I don't, know to, I don't know how to describe it but.
0: It, it is a delight for me. Yeah. I, I love the idea that folks, my kids, my husband will come into our home and and be surrounded with warmth and beauty. Mm-hmm. I love doing you that.
1: Do and I don't want
0: anyone else to take that over from mm-hmm. me. I don't want my husband to be me. I don't want him doing those things. I just want him to value mm-hmm. what I bring mm-hmm. to, to our family. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing and, and that acknowledge you need it. time off. Too. To to be able to do that. Exactly. That I'm providing, you know, that I I might not be bringing in the money that he's bringing mm-hmm. in. You know, he might make more dinners than me, mm-hmm. but when he goes to cook, our our cookware is beautifully organized. Mm-hmm. The grocery shopping has been done and the food is in the refrigerator in a way mm-hmm. that makes it really easy for him to pull it out and cook.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and I think it's, As unfair as it is, to be honest, they didn't know that we were in those...
0: Like, they didn't know that that needed to happen. Yeah, they didn't know. They haven't been, you know, and I... And one of the things that I think was so beautiful about coming out of these conversations with my husband is that it woke him up to all that he was missing. Mm -hmm. He, He went through a period where he was quite devastated to realize how empty, but just that life was more rich than he knew it was. Yeah, And that he, that culture had not taught him how to be fully alive and present. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is, you know, before we went through that, I would never catch him just standing at the window, delighting in the sunrise. My, my girls and I would oftentimes, you know, in the wintertime, the sun comes up in our sunroom and into our playroom and just these like most beautiful, brilliant sunrises. And the girls and I will sometimes just like wake up in bed and like see the light and know what's going to be happening downstairs. And we'll like run down like (laughs) as a group to like go. And I like, now I catch him just admiring things like that. Mm -hmm. And he just wasn't awake to it before. And, (sighs) and he was heartbroken to realize he'd spent his life 38 years (sighs) missing on the texture and the richness of life mm-hmm. too so it's, this is i hope that nobody is listening thinking that we just think men are lazy and stuff. we want we want they want they need this they need oh, a yeah. fuller richer lived experience
1: oh yeah like you know my husband does a lot a lot of the driving now for mm. in the mornings and he gets to benefit from having those conversations yeah, with, his with his teens, kids. you know, in yeah. the truck. And he's a lot more up to date with their life and what's going on. And otherwise, he would
0: be missing out on that. And so, it yeah. It, this morning, he was doing dishes. Mm-hmm. So you had taken one kid to school and he was um, unloading the dishwasher and unloading um, the dishes. And your f- daughter's friend was sitting there. And he had this beautiful in-depth conversation about her marketing class, her (laughs) entrepreneurship class, you know, and he has just started his business. They were having this beautiful conversation with this, I don't know, 13 year old girl Mm -hmm. while he was doing dishes. And I'm thinking like, what a beautiful thing for this girl to experience. Mm -hmm. This man who has started a really cool company, Mm -hmm. taking the time to listen to her thoughts, listen to her business ideas, validate them. While oh, he's doing the dishes. I know. It's, like, what a cool yeah. thing. Like, I mean, and good for him too.
1: Oh yeah, good for all of us. So you guys read Fed Up, which I read as well. Mm-hmm. And then John read, husband read Fair Play. Mm-hmm. You had her
0: on your podcast. No, I had Gemma, the Fed Up person oh, on my podcast. Oh, I would like Fair Play too. Would you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else did we read? He read the one, oh, who's that? The Justin Baldoni book. Oh, Man Enough? Man Enough. He mm-hmm. really enjoyed that book.
1: Yeah. yeah. My husband's not a reader, so once in a while I can get him to pop in a audiobook yeah. in his truck, and so it, it plays when he gets yeah. in there. You know, I just want to make sure that, I, I hope this is coming across in, the, in this episode, that we do not have this figured out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, even even in preparation for this podcast conversation, Laura brought up the, the idea and the topic. And I was sitting at the sink this morning and I just said, I just find the idea of rest really irritating. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think because it can also feel like pressure to like make sure you get you- your rest. Like Drink rest, your you know, like the most irritating thing people would say when I had young kids is like rest when they rest or sleep when they sleep. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> I I I am trying to survive over here like if I had
0: a village so I think for me this I mean mean, the village conversation is a part of it too oh yeah our human biology was promised a village our (laughs) genetics our DNA developed under a village
1: seriously even just having you here this week has one, been amazing. one more person to one help more with dinner, help with dishes. yeah, or even just to you know ha- after a hard conversation with with one of my daughters and for you know to be on the couch reading and but being you know there in the environment and for me to be able to debrief with you, yeah, like do you have any feedback? Like how did that go? And like for me to otherwise it's just me by myself, yeah, wondering, you know, or you know talking <laughs> to my husband at nine o'clock at night, nine thirty at night when we're trying to go to bed, right? And We're all yeah. exhausted and stuff, but. Yeah, so this I I see this process for me as a lifelong journey. Like oh yeah. I, I think there will definitely be times in my life where I am able to do this a lot more. It's on my radar. I'm rollerblading, I'm going on my mat, I'm meditating, mm-hmm. I love to, I love music, I find music very restful, mm-hmm. so just popping in something loud in my office and just dancing around and, and singing, I'm, and you like baths, so there
0: are things that I, I know. like music and singing Do you like too? music and singing? Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I like looking at beautiful things.
1: Oh, you are good at that. (laughs) So I like... Oh my, I just have to say, like, going... Like, it is so fun. It sounds like
0: such a silly thing to be good at. It's (laughs) so
1: fun. Like, going for a walk in a... We've been to many forests together, because that's kind of what you do when you're here on Vancouver Island. And she she stops like all the time, look at this tree, look at this moss, look at this mushroom. And I have never, I thought I was an observant person, but now I'm like, whoa, this forest is teeming with beautiful things.
0: Well, you know, I learned that from kids. Mm. You know, I think that parents of young children do have, there are opportunities for rest like good recharging rejuvenating rest built in to the fabric of your day with young kids. So if you're taking mm. your kids on a walk, yes, it's hard. And but some so often we take our kids on a walk with some goal. We're going to get to the park, we're going to get a certain number of steps in. Yeah. But if we drop into a childlike state of wonder mm. and follow them, mm-hmm. they do that very naturally oh yes they're all you know they're looking they're noticing like Mm, splashing in puddles yeah you know and so i think there's opportunities in the fabric of our lives Mm -hmm. i was just thinking about like your we went to um one of your kids choir practices last night Mm -hmm. and it would have been so easy to sit there and be on our phones but music is rejuvenating for your heart and your soul Mm -hmm. and you sat there you did not pull out your phone Mm -hmm. and you just listened and basked in the music and in the delight of your child and that that was rest oh yes it was really recharging for Mm -hmm. you and good for your daughter so I do feel like there's opportunities but we need to reframe that it's Mm -hmm. not just lying in bed Or binging Netflix. Or scrolling Facebook. You know. Mm -hmm. Like it's. That there's these other opportunities. To really like. Drop in. Mm -hmm. To what's happening. Mm -hmm. You know. Like I. You know. Sometimes. I. I I dislike dishes as much as the next person. Mm -hmm. But sometimes if I approach it. With feeling the warmth of the water on my hands with like the kind of the meditative energy it mm-hmm. had, it takes on a different quality and I don't, I don't have the ability to do that all the time. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna just get the dang dishes <laughs> done. But sometimes there's opportunities for that. Or I, my kitchen window, like my kitchen has a window mm-hmm. that I do the dishes and watch birds, you know, outside while I'm doing the dishes where I can find little moments of that yeah. for myself. And that helps me. Yeah,
1: it's so interesting as you're talking because the intersection of you know if, if folks are coming from my podcast, they know I talk about pleasure a lot, and it's mm-hmm. so
0: interesting. Oh, pleasure and rest, I think,
1: are deeply intertwined. Yeah, like I would have said exactly the same thing, but I would have framed it as pleasure. So this is really cool to think of pleasure in this new light of rejuvenation and mm. yeah, and, and rest. Mm-hmm. So good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was at one point Mm -hmm. you asked me to say the the different types of rest, So I'm just going to read them again. Okay. So I I feel like sometimes I like to give people journaling Mm, work to do. So I would love to invite you, dear listener, to write down, just ask yourself, write down some of these questions and then journal later or pause this podcast as you listen to it. So just ask yourself right now, how do I rest? What does rest look like for me right now? Mm-hmm. And are these things actually restful? Are they actually recharging, rejuvenating, nourishing? And mm-hmm. just you know, start there. And then, how do I feel after? How do I feel after? Yeah. How do I feel after doing those things? Good question. Mm-hmm. Okay, love it. And so then. I'm going to give you the list of different types of rest. And as you go through them, as you take a look at them, start thinking about what things you already do that fit into some of these categories, Mm -hmm. which of these categories maybe you're missing right now or that you feel really exhausted in and need some nourishing in, Mm -hmm. which ones you already do well, you know, Mm -hmm. because they might be there. Uh, so just write those down and spend some time noodling them, journaling through them, thinking through them. Yeah. Can I add something here? Watch out if you judge an activity. Yeah. So frame all of this through compassion mm. and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And allow yourself, if it comes
1: up, like this is a restful thing for me. Write it down. Put even it if down. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because it's so easy to, oh, that's silly. That's, you know.
0: Okay, I will tell okay, so I'm going to share these and then I'll share one that I feel it, like a little nervous about sharing, mm-hmm. but okay. So the categories are physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual, sensory, and creative. So one of mine that I feel a little silly about is an emotional piece. So there's times where the work I do is very emotionally heavy. I hold a lot of space, especially for the folks in my membership. You know, we are all working through having really challenging moments in our families. And we're working through like reparenting ourselves In the moment while parenting really like kids through really challenging moments in their lives and it's heavy and it's a lot. And I am also personally going through this own this work for myself. And so I often feel very emotionally exhausted and drained and like I need to cry. And after I cry, I feel wrung out in the most delicious way. Mm -hmm. You know, I know some people feel that way after like a hot yoga class. They feel like wrung out and limp. Crying does that for me, and it always has. For, since I was a child, I would actively seek out things that made me cry so I could get that release. There's this book, Mr. Like Owl at Home, I think. And in the book, um, there's this one small short story in it where he makes tearwater tea and he sits down in a chair with his teapot and thinks of all the saddest things in the world that he can think of and cries into the teapot. And then he makes tea with it, and he and at the end he goes, it, it, "It's salty but delicious." <laughs> you know, and I remember reading that as a child and being like, oh, "There's people like me," mm-hmm. you know. So I will purposely like catalog movies that just make me ugly cry, mm-hmm. and when I'm really emotionally drained, watching one of those movies. I mean, it just feels it's so exactly good. what you need. Yeah, you know, and but that feels. I've shared that with people, and they're like, "What? No, <laughs> you know, I." You know, so don't do that to yourself. No. Just let yourself be totally. Like I have a
1: daughter who has a playlist on Spotify that just makes her cry. Yeah, yeah, a cry, <laughs> a crying playlist. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's good. What other th- something else that I do that is? Let's see. I don't even. I don't know. No, I think that that's my biggest one. around. I'm like,
1: oh, is that really? <laughs> yeah, is that really? Is rat? that allowed? allowed? Is that allowed? It is yeah. allowed. It's allowed. It's allowed. Do
0: you have any that you kind of maybe would judge yourself for? I think the rollerblading one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rollerblading one feels.
1: It still sometimes feel when I'm lacing up. You know. Mm-hmm. Feels Am I allowed it? to do this? Yeah, this is a bit childish. I'm being a bit childish right oh, now. Oh,
0: can we just? I hate that word, childish.
1: I know it's so judgy and so putting down of children. Of children. On, children are the best. Yeah, <laughs> and and it it brings me so much joy. I, I'm so
0: glad you rollerblade. Yeah,
1: I love it. I do find myself not doing it as much as I want to because of that. Mm-hmm. So, like I said before, like this is a this is a journey, you know.
0: <sighs> I know. And
1: sometimes I'll I'll write in my journal. I'll say. I want to do these three things today. So I want to read. I want to... I'm just making it, you know. I want to, yeah, yeah. I want to read in a book I'm really excited about. I want to spend 20 minutes doodling in my... I like to, to draw and doodle and do some mm-hmm. fun stuff in my journal. And I want to go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And I will... It'll get to like 2, 3, 4 p.m., and I haven't done those three things. And it's just so fascinating to me. It's almost like I'm avoiding it, I'm avoiding it, I'm avoiding
0: it. What is that? What? Do you ever do that? 100%. What are we avoiding? Well, I, I mean, there's, I, there's these things that I know I'll feel better if I do that. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's so intentional.
1: It's so intentional, and and there's something about the intentionality about it that feels hard for me. Or I I don't know. I think there's 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 maybe that's another journaling question for you and I both. You know, like you know, what do we find ourselves getting in my way? Yeah, or
0: do we find ourselves avoiding? Restful things. Mm. I mean, there's part of me I know that there there's a part of this for me that's a worthiness issue. I oh, know, for sure. I know that there is, you know, that that's just not worth my time. That I my I my rest needs are not worth my time. Yeah. There's laundry to do. There's you know yeah. Yeah. the you know there's emails to write. There's you know there's yeah. work to do.
1: I also wonder if I feel a little bit of pressure if I rest then. Then you have got to be make up for it and be yeah, productive. Or, like I gotta, need to see the the fruits, uh, the fruits of, of it, the uh, outcome uh, of it. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I better jump up from that meditation twenty minute situation and, and, and go be and, super productive. Yeah, yeah, or be really grounded and my anxiety's <laughs> because, gone. Be kind
0: to my kids. Yeah, and, 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 and 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 not feeling. Mom. You know, I'm
1: feeling joyful. Maybe there's a pressure around an emotion I need to feel. that I need to feel happy, and
0: that's mm-hmm. pressurey. Yeah, and pressure kills pleasure. It really does. It really does. So it is a complicated topic. Oh, it's it's and it's a work in progress. And you know, we we started out having this conversation with no answers, and I know no. know that we really gave you any answers. But we want you to know that you're not alone. Yeah, solidarity. Yeah, and that we're yeah. figuring this out together for and the we, rest of my life. Yeah, for the re- yeah for the rest of our lives, and mm. and we don't have to do it alone. I I do have to say, Jana, being able to you know coming out of my journaling with this a couple of days ago, and saying to you what I was journaling on and you had also been journaling on the exact topic <laughs> I know. like elsewhere in the house without like I mean that was really validating like we're not alone and it, it was really nice to talk with my friend about mm. it you know it was really yeah. nice to you know I, so find a, find, a, find a friend find a friend who's a friend gonna give you a to... me too yeah no me solutions too. Yes.
1: No, like weird faces. Like, really? You think that? No,
0: we just need a friend who's right. gonna. Be a... he's gonna say that makes sense? That makes sense. And, and me, me too. <sighs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it, Channa. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. This was good. This could you imagine sweet. if we could do this
0: every week? Oh, my I heart. Oh, it would be so nice. I know, mm-hmm. but at least we got to do this one time and maybe we can do it again. It's not the same in Zoom. It's really nice being here and being able to feel your energy and presence mm-hmm. and love.
1: Yeah, it's 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 really cool having you in my office too now because I feel like I'm I'm bringing your I have your energy here now forever. Yay. Yeah.
0: <sighs> How do we wrap this up? I think I think we did it. I think it's okay. It? Yeah, I think All right. Thanks for being you.